Hey everybody, welcome. My name is Matt and I'm here with Andrew. Today we're going to be talking about Cobra Kai, the show that brought back Karate Kid nostalgia. It's message on honor and mercy and how an 80s movie bully can turn his life around. So grab your bonsai trees and drum techniques and let's kick the competition on the Post Credit Podcast. The bad side of super of what superheroes can become, if yeah. that makes sense. You know, like... Like, if superheroes really had no moral code, like the Jonathan Kent, you know, ne- ne- never had that morality, then more than likely this is how they would turn out, basically. Yeah, and they're doing what they do for corporations and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think... Sponsorships, you know, all that fun stuff. Well, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue is in that show. Yeah, uh, she's a villain, too. Yeah, and speaking of Homelander's weird... Weird tendencies when, like, he he pretends the to be breastfed by her and everything. Yeah. It's weird. That is very weird. Do you think she'll? Uh, you think she'll leave, uh, uh, or 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 do this show as well? You think she'll come into Cobra Kai in season three? I think she will. I think she will because it's it's um, you know she she's doing more like a lot of these old time actors. I mean, I, I hate to say it, old time actors because you know I mean again it grew up in this type old of, school yeah, yeah old, old school actors. But I mean, you know, she, she's been a knockout since the '80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and you see her now, and, and she doesn't. She's kind of one of those actors that that don't really age so well. You know what I mean? And so, I think she could come into the show and actually probably look younger than any of the other uh, original actors from the Karate Kid. You know, and I think she'll do it. I really do. Yeah, like I had mentioned on the Karate Kid episode we did, our previous episode. I, I I've never really liked her too much as an actress she, she's have, have you noticed she has a permanent permanent smile at all times yeah even in like hollow man where she should be a little bit more freaked out and stuff she's just kind of like looking like she's having a good time and yeah everything. But, yeah you know it's it's more that it's more that she was just you know she was serviceable she was she she's okay in the roles at least in the roles that i've seen her on yeah you know, maybe not but well she's kind of <laughs> she's kind of evil ceo uh president you know what they call the one percenters, uh, you know, evil type person, you know what I mean? Right. And and she's just that, you know, she she feels like money uh, buys power, and therefore that's, you know, that's her currency. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, let's hopefully she comes into season three. But today we're talking about uh, Cobra Kai. We're talking uh, the first two seasons of Cobra Kai. Uh, this is a show that uh, debuted on uh, YouTube, um, of all places. Uh, their, their, their premium service... Um, it's it's basically a uh, a sequel to uh, the first three Karate Kid movies, yeah. um, with uh, Ralph Macchio uh, headlining those movies, and th- this kind of revisits that whole world, that whole universe. Um, in in our Karate Kid episode, we we didn't really include um, uh, the the third Karate Kid. We talked about it a little bit, but you know, it's not referenced much in this. But I have a feeling mm. that it might come to that because there are rumors that. Some of the villains from, uh, or at least one of the villains, one or two of them from part three, uh, would be coming back for, you know, the third season of this show. So well, who, who knows? Who, who do you think? <laughs> well, I heard Terry Silver is. Uh, I think the actor that plays Terry Silver, he had he had put out there on Twitter, or on Facebook, or something, that he'd be willing to come back. And um, with how it was left on season uh, at the end of season two, which we'll get to. Um, <coughs> Uh, we could we could see that we could see a teaming up of of John Kreese and Terry Silver again, but I don't I don't personally think that that is what's going to happen because you know it, it it just I I think if if you bring in you know 
the what, what's that guy's name in that? Uh, Mike Barnes. Yeah. Um, was it Mike Barnes? Yeah. Mike Barnes is the the main karate guy that uh, Daniel has to has to fight in part three. Okay. Now, what was the name of the guy and that Terry uh, Silver was the the rich guy that? God, you look at you look at him now and. Yeah, I think he's got like all gray hair and everything. He's older. Was it? Was it? Was he the bad guy? The main bad guy? Well, Terry Terry Silver. He remember he manipulated Daniel into fighting in the tournament again because Miyagi didn't want him to fight in any more. Oh, you look at him now. Like I'm just kind of looking at the the picture of the actor uh, Thomas Ian Griffith. You know, and for that third one, and it. You know, I think the problem with that third one was is it was it was kind of like they were slowly removing it out of out of the uh, Karate Kid type lore. I mean, yeah, they had the Cobra Kai, and he did join Cobra Kai for which is what something that they actually mentioned in this TV show is right. that is that he actually joined Cobra Kai at one point with that actor. You know, but it was just that movie seemed like it was misplaced as far as in that universe in particular. You know, I mean, because it was it was mainly you know. It was kind of a child, childish type story. I mean, you, you had uh, Mr. Miyagi dealing with his backstory and his life. and then But then you had, you know, the main story was about Daniel, who was a teenager. So it was more like around that younger college age, high school age group. And then you throw into the main bad guy as being basically a, a grown adult that went, was in the army with Kreese. Right. You know, that that's basically running Cobra Kai at this point. Well, not really running it, but pretty much. You know, running. Yeah, I think he, he like he had bought it and everything, and he's putting his money behind. He's basically putting his evil corporation to the side, um, so he could help out a childhood friend. But getting into Cobra Kai, um, uh, this is a great series. If you haven't watched it, it's basically a sequel to the Karate Kid movies. Uh, you'll do yourself some favors to watch um, the first, at least the first movie, um, and, and you can kind of get some sense out of it. But there, there's a couple mentions. That that makes that, that might make you want to watch part two and part three. I'd suggest watching all three before watching this, um, but you know, but don't watch part four. I mean, you no, can. No. We've the we next Karate Kid is what he's yeah. talking about, and that has Hillary Swank. It has characters that aren't even in this Cobra Kai right, show and don't right. have anything to do with the original movies except for Miyagi. Right, right, and then uh, you know, little little uh, Starship Trooper alum in there too is playing the the main and uh, protagonist in the. Mr. Michael Ironside. Yeah. 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 So uh, this debuted uh, uh, last year, right? No, I think it was. It was 2018. Yeah, 18. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 that's right. It, produced, it was uh, it started in 2018. Um, this show actually follows. We have a new protagonist. Uh, so so Ralph Macchio, he was the protagonist of the um, the original movies. But in this movie, he's. He's kind of a protagonist, but he's he's mainly just kind of the, the side protagonist. I guess I guess would would make the most sense. The, the 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 main protagonist of this story is Johnny. He was the the bully, the antagonist of the original Karate Kid movie, and this takes place thirty something years after that. You know, over three decades has gone by. Um, and uh, where are we at with these characters? Well, I think personally, like. I know you say you say that it's me, you know mainly about Johnny, but I think I think it's more or less like like a seventy five twenty five split on that one because I really think that Ralph Macho's character Daniel is um, you know plays a very very big part in this Huge show. I mean, role, yeah. he does background and everything else like that. I mean, in fact, he even he even um, uh, co co executive produces it. You know, yeah, so does him and show. William Zapka do. Yeah, and then also if you see Will Smith does too. 
Yeah. Will, Will Smith's actually a producer on the show. But no, we're, we're, with these characters, you know, it's about 36 years after the original where we, you know, really last see him because you don't see him in part two or part three. Um, you just see the, the, the character of Crease um, in those films, but uh, in part three at least. Um, but the, these guys, you know, it, it opens up with Johnny being, you know, doing handyman stuff and, you know, going from job to job, driving the crappy car, looking like he, you know, uh, got way too drunk the night before and he plans on doing it the, the same night. So, you know, it, it's just he's kind of a, a downer losers, you know, that type of character, you know, loser. But, you know, he's really kind of given up on karate. Karate is not just anything in his life at, at that moment. It's just basically trying to to pay for his next meal of uh, cold pizza that has mm-hmm. been touched upon. Or his cores. Oh, yeah, the, the cores banquet. Yeah, the banquets. That's why I was like, you know, why? I wonder why there uh, is that like a very cheap type of beer because i mean he's always diving at the bottom shelf of that, yeah. that cooler to find to reach in the back to grab the uh the, i'm the not course. a big i'm not a big beer drinker but this i think i think it's mainly like a, a kind of a more of a malt you know like a butt ice or hmm. you know one of these malt type beers you know a lot was, stronger beer i wonder if it's sponsored because i mean they make a point to make sure that you know what type of beer he's drinking throughout right. the whole season and even when they uh, they uh, you know he he, what, he orders it at the bar, he orders it at the restaurant, um, and Daniel even makes you know, fun of him for yeah, it. He says, you know, it. enjoy your it's cores like, really? and stuff. But I mean, it's just weird that they 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 I don't know maybe it's the creators you know favorite beer or well, something I don't know. Well, let's take the 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 background for for the main character. You know, I mean, for the seventy five percent character in my opinion. Um, you know, he he comes from a rich family. You know, his, his stepdad was extremely rich, in which they they this do is, actually. This is Johnny, you're talking about, yeah, Johnny, and uh, you know they do show his stepdad. You know, at the very beginning of the season and everything else, played you know, by Ed Asner. Well, well, really, I, I didn't even know that guy was still alive. I, you know, well, I didn't. I mean, that's yeah, it's a weird yeah. thing to say, but <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, 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 I got it. Yeah, he's extremely old, old for yeah. still doing it. You know, but. But, I, I mean, either way... Last time I saw him, I think it was an elf. <laughs> or something, yeah. I think it was an elf when he played uh, Santa. Oh, that's right, yeah. But, but I, I, he could have been in other stuff. I think that's just right. the last time. I Because the elf was 2001, yeah. I think, something like that. And his, uh, his nurse that's really pretty much done with all his nonsense. But, no, I mean, you, you come from the character. He's he's rich. Johnny's rich. You know, growing up, he, he probably had a, any... You know, obviously, he had the motorcycle and the cars and, and things like that. You know, so mommy and daddy paid for everything. You know, and, and you know, this is a, a tried and true st- um, story that I guarantee you a lot of people go through. You know, mommy and daddy... To, you know, take care of you all your whole life. So you think, you know, life's extremely easy. And then when you get out on your own, it's pretty much nothing what you expected, you know, and, and everybody really probably went through a little bit of that. But, you know, he, he's he kind of just never grew out of the high school. You know, it was kind of like after that tournament and then he lost Cobra Kai as being his life at that point. You know, it's he just pretty much lost everything. And so now he's kind of in the gutter, you know really has no kind of relationship going on yeah to recount the first movie uh daniel larusso he moved into uh he moved to reseda california with his mom um met a girl he liked but uh, didn't know she had just broken up with her boyfriend which happens to be the kind of ringleader of a a karate uh uh, dojo group called cobra kai you know they're they're the hot shots in the high school and everything so there's tensions between him and daniel i won't say who started it because that seems to always be up in the air 
Uh, it depends on how you look at things, who actually started it between Daniel, but, you know, we can get into that. But basically, they, they go at it back and forth, and then he meets, uh, Daniel meets this guy named uh, Mr. Miyagi. He's an Okinawan uh, uh, um, handyman. Uh, handyman. Uh, he's also a karate master, and so he teaches uh, Daniel just to defend himself, and then, you know, they, they make a deal to not have any fights anymore until they can... Uh, uh, Daniel and, and can, can I interject here? And Johnny that? can fight at the tournament. Go ahead. Well, I just want to interject in the sense that you know the the reason Mr. Miyagi did teach him is because of uh, Johnny basically kicking his butt. Right. You know, but what but I who started inter- that fight? I, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I want to interject in this is that you know he really didn't. You know, Daniel is a very cocky person. So when they meet at the beach at the first time. You know, Dan, Daniel socks him, sucker punches him. I mean, he even mentions it. You know, Johnny mentions it in the show that that you know he got sucker punched in the beach. I mean, now he made it sound a little bit more nicer than yeah. And like he explains this 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 whole interaction to one of his students in the show. But uh, it, you know, he kind of talked. And if you're watch, if you're listening to this, you most likely you've watched Karate Kid, or at least you know the story. And you know, there there's been there's been stories there or, or um, um, suppositions made that that maybe Daniel's the bad guy, and you know, and when Johnny's retelling the story in the show, you know, it kind of flashes back. They they do a good job of their flashbacks and stuff, but it kind of flashes back to what happened, and you see just like yeah. Daniel just like punching. And, and kicking, you know, all the times that they fought. But, yeah. you know, you just see it, look, it made it look like in the flashbacks that Daniel was just bullying Johnny. But, you know, it takes out all like the snide looks and snide remarks and, and but, but you know, goading get, Daniel yeah. and everything. That all came before Daniel did anything. You know, yeah. it was all about that. And Daniel's a new kid. He had to. He had to lay down something on the line, you know. He he had to. He, he couldn't just roll over and let people be like that too. But you're, but you're saying that too. And again, I you know I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm a I'm a Daniel Larusso apologist. I, I, I apparently so because you know the, if you think about it too is you know Johnny char- Johnny's character or the character of Johnny uh, you know he he explains why he was so angry back then you know he explains why you know you you learn his life you know you learn that at home it wasn't very good you know yeah. what I mean he was an outcast he was a loser a nerd you know he called himself until he got into Cobra Kai. And then it changed his life to make him be the cool guy, which if you notice, they use that same formula um, where it's the same thing that happened to Johnny happened to Diaz. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, there's there's a lot of dichotomy. Oh, it, it really is. But, but you know, the thing is, is, you know, you you also understand why Johnny was so mad and that that Daniel, you know, really kind of caused a lot of the strife towards him. I kind of see it differently. I kind of see I it as I see it as. Uh, Miguel is like the new Daniel and Johnny's training him and Robbie is like the new Johnny and Daniel's teaching him because Miguel Miguel was being bullied just like Daniel was right Um, Robbie started doing it because he he'd, he'd have he had problems with his home life all his life. You know, his dad yeah. was never there. His mom wasn't well, much remember to he speak said he of. did because he he wanted to get back at his dad. Right, right. So, but I mean, he, we find out later that Johnny has some. Uh, when you flash back, he had some issues. Uh, you know, fitting in. He didn't have any friends or anything. He had a horrible home life, and um, so you know, he kind of did this to uh, to to find some kind of purpose for himself. And I think that's kind of what Robbie was doing. 
um, just without, but he has a better teacher, whereas Johnny, yeah. he has a better teacher in Daniel, whereas Johnny had Crease. But the issues that Robbie dealt with growing up um, put him in a place where Daniel's teaching might be too late, as we saw by the end of the finale of yeah. season two, um, that, that Robbie is still... Uh, impulsively uh, doing certain things because he's got, you know, he's got some issues with his dad, his, you know, growing up and all that kind of stuff. But so, we- you, so you think you think if if Daniel were to train Diaz and Johnny was to train Robbie, that it would have been basically, you know, Daniel and and Johnny two No, because I think um, if if Johnny had trained his son uh, Robbie. Um, I think he would have turned out differently because remember Johnny was trained by crease, but by the end of part one of karate kid, Johnny had changed and he had kind of stepped away from crease as, as much as he was still the same person afterwards. Yeah. He had changed a bit, you know, he, he grabbed the, uh, he grabbed the trophy in the first movie and gave it to Daniel and said, Hey, you're all right, LaRusso, that type of thing. So, and then in, you know, in part two, the beginning of part two, you, you see how, you know, Crease broke Johnny's trophy and, you know, and he's like, man, you're a loser and all this kind of stuff. So I think he had moved past that. But I think he'd be pretty close to what Johnny is, um, just maybe without the, you know, the, the, the you know, being uh, a dick just to be a dick. Well, this is kind of where I differ a little bit on this is, is that uh, with, you know, with Mr. Miyagi training, uh Daniel and then Kreese training uh, Johnny and been training Johnny for years. I mean, you're you're probably looking at about six to seven years difference um, with the training. Where where I think he trained him in four because he said I think it was 1979 yeah. is the flashback when it shows. So what's that? Five years? Yeah, five years to 1984. So and then you know he didn't. I don't think he really did much karate after that tournament. After he left Cobra Kai, it was no, done. Well, what I'm saying with that though is that you know. John, Daniel was taught for about six months right. before the tournament, where Five Johnny six, was yeah. uh, taught years before the tournament, and Daniel still was able to pull it out. Where Daniel, tr- when Daniel trained Robbie, it was probably closer to about four, five, six, maybe six months that he was training him, yet he lost to Diaz, who was basically trained you know, through the lines by Johnny, therefore trained by Kreese, you know? So it's like, what's the difference there? You know, where Daniel could do it in six months and end up coming and winning the tournament. Yeah, but remember, he couldn't. Remember, he, he, there was some cheating going on there, though, because uh, the Hawk guy had injured him and then played on that injury, and then Diaz or Miguel. Well, don't you remember the first one? That same same thing thing. happened. Yeah, I know. Um, There was no, he was never taught a crane kick, though. Well, I actually come to find out, even Daniel says it, that that crane kick was illegal. In, in that uh, that it basically should have been like, maybe but uh, I redone. mean how many uh, remember at the end of season yeah. one they did the all value all valley tournament again and so many people were getting kicked in the face so yeah. I don't know maybe the rules have changed well now he, he literally said he said that uh, because even Johnny starts making fun of me yeah I got beat by an illegal legal uh, kick yeah you know, when they were the eating face. dinner he's like yeah. he's like man that that uh, uh, that illegal kick brought you a lot of uh, fame and fortune yeah uh, or something like that but uh, so yeah, that uh, basically what happens is as uh, Daniel beats uh, Daniel beats Johnny, uh, he he wins. He's the champion of the All Valley Tournament. All the Cobra Kai leave John Kreese because he's miserable, and then John Kreese kind of comes back in part three. But we don't need to worry about that right now. Um, 
And then they go on with their lives. Daniel uh, grows up <laughs> to be uh, a successful guy with, you know, I guess multiple uh, auto dealerships in Reseda, mm-hmm. or, uh, well, in the valley. And I already know what you two do. I've seen the billboards. You kick the competition. <laughs> now, you made a lot of money off that illegal kick. I'm just jealous I can get my leg up that high. Oh, yeah, you want to step in the parking lot and see who's leg can go higher? Seriously. Um, and... Um, he, uh, you know, he's very successful. He's got billboards all over town. Johnny, uh, on the other hand, went 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 another way. Uh, when he uh, lost Cobra Kai, he lost like his driving force in life. You know, that was that was what he found when he was younger. Yeah, uh, that gave him purpose, that gave him meaning and everything. And then once he lost that, he lost all purpose and meaning. So when we pick up with him in the first episode of the first season here. Uh, it's 36 years later, you know, he's a, he's a kind of Miyagi handyman type guy, yeah. you know, he hangs TVs, uh, but you know, he's an alcoholic. On the wrong wall. Yeah. He's a big time alcoholic. He looks like crap. He drinks every night, basically drinks himself to sleep every night and he's just miserable. He's not having a good time in life and he has to drive around the Valley where there are billboards of, uh, Daniel LaRusso <laughs> kicking the competition um, and so he has to look at that and, you know, his eye rolls are just, oh my gosh, I love it. I love it between, but, but you, you gotta, you gotta admit he's such like, this is the perfect role for him. I mean, like, like I saw, I, I watched that first episode and I was just like, holy crap. What is, what was that? I mean, I was just like, this is amazing. I said his acting was exceptional and, and let's talk about William Zabka's acting. He's, oh, he's the main man. character of this show. Uh, what, what, what kind of drew you to him? In this in this show, what what I liked about him, yeah, I mean he he he's he's stuck in you know his, his character is stuck in 1984, okay, right. his character stuck in 1985. Five, I mean he doesn't even know how to use a cell phone. He doesn't know how to use mo- modern technology. It's like he was, oh, man. it was like he was sitting in a, a closet for you know so many years, and then just uh, somebody removed him to start playing in the show. You know, and you're sitting there like, this is amazing. I mean, he plays. You know, the character is kind of an idiot, you know, like Daniel's son is yeah. an idiot, too. You well, know, yeah, but, and, but I mean, they're more realistic that way. I'll tell you, yeah. Johnny discovering the Internet and Tinder and trying to date Hilarious. in 2020. I think that's got to be the best part of this show is him. It's him discovering the Internet. He doesn't know what the Internet. I mean, put it on the, the internet. internet and send it yeah. out. But <laughs> <laughs> He did that so perfectly where you're like, okay, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, and then whenever he was texting that message to Allie and he's like, it's a, it's an app on my phone. <laughs> I'm doing this on the Facebook app on my phone. I got I mean, the Facebook. Just, just, I mean, this guy is stuck. I mean, in, the movie, the music too. I mean, it's like, don't you have any Guns and Roses? And yeah. he, he's like, what's a Guns and Roses? Yeah, and him teaching <laughs> uh, teaching Miguel about... about uh, it's 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 amazing because Johnny is just stuck back in 1984, and you know we've had a resurgence over the last few years of of revisiting the 80s, which I've always this said best, this is the best version of that ever and to I, happen. And I well, I mean Stranger Things, I think that competes. Oh, awesome, but I I just think you know I've always said the 80s is my favorite Me decade. Too. I love the music from the 80s, yeah. the movies. From I don't the like 80s, the big hair bands, all that. I don't even mind the big hair bands, you know, certain ones. You know, yeah. I could do without Metallica. <gasps> Uh, all see, those I'm, types I'm of bands on that and everything, yeah. but um, you know, it's it's just a, re- a revisiting of the '80s. But you know, with with Johnny's character, um, you, you didn't get to see him be a crazy good actor in the first movie because that was his first movie. 
Uh, but then you yeah. look at it and you're like, that was his first movie. He didn't do too bad for his first right, movie, right? right? He, play, he played the guy that you love to hate, the you '80s know? high school yeah. villain. You the, know that yeah. you know that that had after that had been repeated so many times afterwards. You know he's like the quintessential guy, um, and, and with with a weird headband. Because I mean, I don't know if that was even the style back in the '80s to have that. You know. Weird headband. Well, remember they? Uh, I think he had said that Ali gave him that. Yeah, no, on their no, he, first he or second date or something like which, that. Which I, which I did like that they did. Start I thought that was to, pretty cool. Yeah, they started tying. They they would tie up some loose ends. You know, it was like, hey, you know, if anybody wanted to know, hey, where'd he get that headband? That now we know. Yeah, one thing that was never realistic to me was the 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 romance between Daniel and Ali. Um, maybe that's why I didn't like Allie's characters or Elizabeth Shue's character very, very much in the first one. But it's just it's not the fact that she seemed older than him, uh, but it's just that I don't know. It it just didn't seem right that the pairing was off. And, and yeah. part two, um, what was her name in part two? Oh. His new I have to look it up. But you know, none none of these love interests are are uh, were, were right. As uh, I don't know. That's it's it, just, no no. You're right. You're right. She she just. It's kind of one of those things. She seemed you look more back, like yeah, and you're Johnny's. Like, yes, exactly. And and you look back and you're like, okay, that just doesn't really fit. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, she can kick a soccer ball. You know, she got lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kicking that soccer ball that many times. But you know, it it's kind of one of those things. It just it didn't it didn't seem right. You know, I mean, the second and the third girl. Yeah, I can see that. You know, but that with that Ali character, it's just like eh. You know, like you said, it's perfect for Johnny. Yeah, I, I, and if if they were to bring her back um, in the third season, um, I I would I would enjoy it. I think I would really like it. I'd like to yeah. see her seeing Daniel again, her seeing Johnny again, and all well, that we kind we of get we, you know we do get some background on 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 her character that you know she's in Colorado that she actually is uh, already married you know and all this other stuff. Schwarber they, is yeah, that her last yeah, name? Like like a Jewish Allie last name? Yeah, Schwarber. Yeah, but it's it's uh, they mention it too, and and with Daniel's character and Johnny's character, and you can tell that Daniel's kind of been keeping up with her too. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're, like, they're Facebook friends, but at the I same like, time, I like how he was just like, you know, oh yeah, she's blah blah blah, and then he showed her, and he's like, you know, for a guy that hasn't been keeping up or hasn't talked to her in yeah. a while, you sure do know. He goes, oh well, I can't friend her, you know, wouldn't be right. I'm a married man, and it's like, uh-huh. yeah, but you're still looking for her on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. it's a little weird. Yeah. It's it's if you want to make that comment. Right, right. And and you know, you come to find out that, you know, Johnny really was um, you know, in love with her, you know. I mean, and and to this day, he still has not gotten over her. He said that he's never opened himself up to any other person after her, you know, and and therefore he you know, he was still uh, pining for her in a way and uh you know, so he gets a little desperate, a little drunk, like usual, and then he start he sends her a uh, not a friend request, but a messenger uh, accidentally, uh, accidentally because this like chick in the bar uses it. his move and bumps into him. Well, with just uh, you know, he, his character was just it blew me away. You know what I mean? Just because it was like he played he played an idiot. You know, I mean the guy was kind of an idiot. You know what I mean? But he was stuck in his ways. He's an idiot about like worldly things, yeah. like 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 technology, and right, all right. That kind of stuff. But I mean, even then, he he you know, especially when it comes to Daniel and and they they ended up you know getting a conversation, becoming friends for like a couple hours, and then all of a sudden just pissing each other off, and then going back to enemies again. You know, and this happens constantly. Yeah, but, it happens a couple times. Right, and and with with. Johnny's character, you know, he's he's looking at all these other, you know, great things that are happening to Daniel, and you know, he's kind of wondering, okay, why why aren't these things happening to me, you know, and and he, you know, it just kind of seems like he blames karate, you know, from the get go, you know, because when the, he 
he talks about it at the beginning of the movie. He's like, or show that, that, you know, he doesn't want to have anything to do with karate, you know, and it just kind of seems like he's bitter towards it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I think with, with, with William Zabka, uh, you, you know, you, you were talking about, you know, when he fell in love with Allie and you actually find out that he's actually, you know, he was actually in love with her. You get a lot more detail with him. You know, I, I, he was already a likable guy to me in the first karate kid. You know, I'm very old fashioned. I like the, you know, I always like the white hat and the good guy. And, you know, I like antiheroes every once in a while and stuff, but not, you know, not a huge, I, I did like, um, Johnny's antihero though, because, you know, he did kind of change at the end. He didn't just, you know, yeah go on being being like he well, was but i mean like when it when it described he, when he described he you know he was trying to tell uh miguel who the the larusos are so he described his first encounter with um with with um daniel and you know he talks about how two years before he had met this girl and she was just like the most beautiful thing he's ever seen and all this kind of stuff and they dated and then you know <clears throat> You know, he goes out with his friends and forgets Allie's birthday one day and, you know, she dumped him. And, you know, he thought it was just going to be a fight and then, you know, move on. And then Daniel came to town and he told his version of Daniel coming to town. So, I mean, <laughs> moments like that when he's breaking down stuff like that, when he's breaking down what happened with his family and, and then uh, in him growing up. And then when he's talking about his son and not being there for his son, when he's telling Miguel that, you know, I, it was that it was like Hollywood grade you know, Oscar worthy acting. I, in my opinion, it, it really was. I mean, you know, now they, they brought in his friends, um, you know, all those guys in the on the bikes that ran down everybody, you know, it, it was, it was very, um, it was very, uh, I don't know. It, it became more, act, more TV I, worthy of drama. You know, it was the TV worthy drama, not the, not the Hollywood movie worthy drama. With the, you know their acting wasn't all too great. You could tell they probably didn't do much after after Karate Kid, you know. And I mean they looked so old, you know. Where Johnny looked old, but I didn't realize how old you know him and those characters are. You know, all his friends were. You know, you're just like, wow, you know. And then you have a bar scene with them getting into this big brawl, and uh, apparently one of them has cancer and is dying. I and- wanted to ask. I wanted to ask Tommy, who needs a body bag now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's. <laughs> <laughs> insensitive but yeah that the, the character that actually yelled out when daniel was getting beat in the first movie he actually yelled out someone get him a body bag yeah <laughs> and you, uh when he did that and then you you find out yeah he has cancer now so does he guess, really have cancer no though? i don't think okay because so. he looked he looked i mean they the he the lost his hair him. early i saw I, yeah. I don't know they shaved shaved his head or something like that yeah. but yeah that 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 one that uh, had cancer he was the one that you know, and then the, the I was actually wondering where Dutch was because I was like, okay, there's that guy, no, there's he's that guy. And then they said he was in prison and everything. This Kiefer Sutherland looking guy, you know, he looked like Keith, Kiefer Sutherland really in, in the Lost Boys with that bleach blonde hair and kind of a mullet yeah. going on. And I'm kind of guessing they probably couldn't get him back. That's probably why he was in maybe jail. he he's a son of um, Steve McQueen. His name is Chad McQueen. Oh, and uh, so he's actually Hollywood royalty or whatever right. you whatever you want to say. But I don't know if he's done much. Uh, not much that I've seen him in, really. Well, those other guys haven't really, and I mean, even even you know, it looked like they were like dads, like you know, grown up, real yeah. regular, regular at home dads or whatever. That yeah, we'll come back and do your show. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. And they They're probably like, don't even pay us. We'll just have fun. I know. And and I'm kind of wondering if the main character Johnny or whatever is uh, actually trained in martial arts. Yes, he, he he's got, a martial he, artist. Yeah, I was about to say because 
he he did those moves way too well that that you know you could tell he was training. He does it better than Ralph Macchio. Well, even Ralph Macchio did some of those moves where you're like, okay, maybe he got some training too, you know? Yeah, but I think I think William Zabka he looks more. Uh, oh yeah, natural yeah. natural doing it. Whereas you know Daniel looks like there's maybe a little camera magic to get his leg as high as it right, does sometimes right. and everything. No no knock on him. I mean, he's dude's 59 years old. I know, that's insane. I know. William Zabka is like 54 or something like that. We, which is crazy because I mean you, you you don't realize how old they are because you know in 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 the first karate kid he was actually uh tw- he was uh, a 22 year old playing a 16 year old, I believe. So right. uh Ralph Macchio was, you know, and yeah. so I mean even even uh Shu was uh 20 years old, you know, playing a 16 year old, Yeah, but you know? the guy played uh, William Zabka, I believe he was like 19 at the time. So he was younger than them? He was younger oh, than wow. them. Yeah, cuz he's 54 and right now Ralph Macchio is I think like 59 or something. Yeah, like I that. guess I guess that dude's got some genes on him, you know, for he to looks be able good. To, yeah, for for a 59 year old, that's crazy. But he's very very light complected. You know, even yeah. when he was in those movies like Almost had see-through eyebrows and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you know, so you probably don't notice the gray hair as much. But yeah, William Zabka, I guess he had he was a wrestler before he got into this, but then he learned uh, Tang Soo Do uh, after Karate Kid. That's awesome. And became a, a second degree green belt. So it it, it makes bad. it so much better to watch shows that where you know, like especially that has to do with martial arts, where you know that the actually actors know martial arts, you know, and, right. and it doesn't look fake and and played out or whatever else, but. You know, in my opinion, that you know he did an outstanding job. Ralph Macho did an outstanding job. I mean, you know, even some of the kids, you know, just kind of brought you back to the original Karate Kid. You know, like the character Hawk or whatever. You know, you just think of it, it's it's one of his friends that were on that motorcycle. You know, I mean, just same mentality, everything. I mean, it's just like Crease Part Two. You know what I mean? Yeah, which you find out later, uh, basically by the end of season one and beginning of season two, that Johnny uh, starts to have a little. A few little reservations. So, uh, basically, what happens is there, there's, there's a multitude of events that we could get into. But then we'd be kind of this would be like a five-hour, six-hour podcast, or however right. long the show right. is, right. if we want to break down everything. But series of unfortunate events, uh, events, you know, involving you know uh, Daniel's daughter being uh, partly responsible for wrecking Johnny's car, and Johnny having to go yeah. to Larusso Auto to fix his car. And, uh, you know, this kid who's, who lives right next door to Johnny, who's getting bullied by these, these, uh, you know, kind of rich kids and, in, in, in school and everything. They see Johnny and his friends incarnate. Right. And then, you know, they, they, they get into a fight and kind of throw somebody on his car and he's like, Hey dude, that's my car. You know? Yeah. So he kind of like, it's just a series of unfortunate events that, that kind of get him pulled back into this whole world. Um, but if he finally gets, you know, irritated and pissed and it's like, okay, that's uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. He takes his stepfather's, uh, money because his, his mother's passed away at this point. Um, but his stepfather's still alive trying to get him off his feet. He, you know, he doesn't like Johnny or anything, but, but he, he promised his mother that he, he would take care of him. Right. So he's still trying to give him money and everything. So finally, and Johnny doesn't want any of his money cause no. he, he doesn't like his stepfather at all. Cause you know, he was kind of, uh garbage human yeah and uh so he uh but he finally takes one of the checks and is like you know what i'm gonna open up this dojo i'm gonna try to try to get off my feet and i think he does it at the beginning because it's the only thing he really knows how to do yeah and he knows he he needs to make some money you know because he's in dire straits right now he lost his job when he hung the tv on the wrong wall (laughs) all that kind of (laughs) stuff uh so you know he 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 needs to do something so he kind of gets up but through miguel Johnny finds not only his passion for karate 
and Cobra Kai and all that again. But he also finds in him um, a son figure, which he lost. Because in the show, Johnny does have a son named Robbie. And he's a very troubled kid because Johnny wasn't there for him basically his entire um, his entire childhood. Right? And so he's going through all these problems and everything like that. And he kind of tries to talk to Robbie every once in a while at the beginning. But, you know, Robbie doesn't. Robbie's like, you yeah, know, whatever, man. You know, kiss my butt. I don't want anything, I don't want anything to do with you. So... Well, he you said know, he hadn't talked to him in eight years. Right. So Johnny's just kind of like, all right, well, I'm just going to back off, whatever. But what he doesn't realize is slowly happening is he's kind of taking Miguel on as yeah. that, you know, protect. You know, at first it's like, okay, well, it's just this kid. Maybe this kid can bring in more business. And then he has kind of a little of attachment to the kid, um, especially after the kid wins his first fight. Yeah, and the, and the kid's bullied. dad dies at a young age, just like Don Johnny's dad did at a young age, and you know it, it was he was just the the kid was trying to to you know gain self confidence. He was trying to gain you know not, not to be cool because you know he would dog on a lot of these cool people, but he 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 was just trying to gain some self confidence so that he could achieve certain things you know that he wanted to achieve, like asking a girl out or what have you. And, you know, it was just, it was an attraction with the, the Cobra Kai that, that actually, uh, you know, and the fighting of Johnny that, that actually kind of encouraged him to to want to pursue the karate angle, you know, yeah, this Mi- guy Miguel. Miguel sees, you know, a dad figure, I think, eventually in Johnny. Yeah. Not realizing it, but it slowly happens. Yeah. And Johnny sees the same thing in Miguel for a son figure. Um, doesn't realize it's happening until it yeah. happens, you know, I think. Um, I like how he called Miguel Menudo <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, he's kind of racist like, a little bit. You got to take. I mean, you're taking Johnny straight out of the '80s and and planting him down here in 2020. Yeah, and it's just, you know, even for some of us who who are are not too phased by you know some of the old fashioned way of talking and different things like that. Even, you know, I'm kind of like, Oh, whenever he says certain things, I'm just like, Oh, that's going to offend somebody or whatever it might be. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I like, I like, he's just the right amount of likable because, you know, Johnny was a certain character. He was, he was very unlikable in the first movies, but if you bring him too far, towards Daniel's side of being likable, you know, you where you're just like this really overly nice person, you know, it would be very cheesy and awkward. So he's, he's, I think he, especially by the end of say season one, he's come to a point in his life where he's, you know, maybe just for us watching him, he's just like the right amount of likable. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I kind of feel like that they, Johnny and and Daniel, have more of a uh, yin and yang type personality. They're the same person. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the yin and yang. You know, it's it's it's, you know, one of them is very very strong in this area, and then the other one is very weak in that area, and you know, thus you know, et cetera, et cetera, on that one because, you know, they it, it like you said, it's the same exact person, and they both you know are striving to be the best. You know, they want to be the best in all aspects. Where Daniel's starting, you know, everything, he's the best at everything in life, but then, you know, he finally figures out that, you know, karate is what kind of pushed him to be a good person and a great 
great person, a successful person, you know, and then he's realizing, okay, Johnny's getting back into it and he's actually doing well at it where Daniel's like, okay, you know, I'm doing so good in all these other areas. Why can't I be doing the same thing he's doing, you know? And, and it's just the rivalry between these two, you know, it, it just drives everything in their lives, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, I think Daniel, cause Daniel in the third movie, he did join Cobra Kai for a little bit because, you know, he wanted to compete and everything. Um, until he quit and realized that they're psychotic and everything. And so he, you know, he, he understands, you know, what Cobra Kai is and what, what, what it teaches. I mean, it's Cobra Kai, you know, it's from the school of John Kreese. Yeah. So, I mean, it has those principles and he doesn't, and you know, he, it's being taught to these people that go to school, not only go to school with, you know, his daughter, uh, but he, you know, Miguel and his daughter had a certain type of relationship and you know, it, I don't know if it was a full-on relationship or it was just kind of flirting around, kissing and everything, and then they just decided not to see each other anymore or whatever. But you know, either way, you know, it's it's the cert, you know he sees Cobra Kai coming into his family's life, his 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 daughter's life, and you know, it's it's probably not as intense as he thinks it is, but he cannot. He has that ego. You know, him and Johnny both have egos. When you first meet John uh, Daniel in the first movie, he, um, you know, he's obsessed with with good, you know, with with rich stuff. I mean, that's all he talks about with Allie and and Johnny. It's oh, you're you're from this place. I'm I'm just this lowly person from Newark, and, and I live in Reseda now, and all this kind of stuff. And he wanted a car. And when Mister Miyagi was trying to tell him something important, he was kind of listening, but he was like, oh, it's such a cool car. And all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, and now he's got like an auto dealership and, you know, a nice mansion and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, he's very egotistical about, you know, I got to make sure, you know, uh, I have all the, the, the good stuff in life and I'm doing well. But he kind of goes back and forth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, like he, 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 he is, he can be egotistical, but, you know, the, the, and, and almost smarmy. Uh, you know, with, with the way he talks to people. But, I mean, that's really him. You know, he's not putting anything on. Um, and he always finds a way to center himself by the end of the episode. Like, he talks about, we're going to destroy Cobra, Cobra Kai. And his daughter's like, you know, that's not what I want to do. Those are my friends and stuff. And by the end of the episode, he's like, we're not going to destroy them. We're just going to show a better way. You know, I never went to Miyagi to get this training. Or, uh, he never went came to me to teach me. I went to Miyagi to get this training. And then, yeah, you know, well, he only trained me after a Well, because his Jiminy Cricket is gone. You know, his, his, his Mr. Miyagi, the Mr. Miyagi Jiminy Cricket character, you know, his conscience is, is real, really gone, you know, right now. And I'm not saying like he lost any of his morals necessarily because he didn't, but his, his desire to succeed outweighed almost everything until Mr. Miyagi was able to, you know, give him some sort of life lesson or teach him something that kind of bring him back down to earth. But without having Mr. Miyagi alive anymore, you know, he, he just doesn't have anything to hold him down to earth anymore, you know? And that's why he visits the, uh, his, uh, his burial place, you know, Mr. Miyagi's burial place all the time, just to have conversations, cut the bond, try, uh, bonsai tree, things like that, you know, bonsai, bonsai. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he really, um, he doesn't have that conscious to keep him, you know, keep him grounded anymore. You know, he doesn't have that Mr. Miyagi to keep him grounded anymore. So, you know, his, his ego is just blowing it up to the point of, you know, he, he feels like he is just the most successful person, uh, around, you know, where Johnny is, 
you know, Johnny's ego ego prevents him from making any future steps up upwards. You know, I mean, it's always him falling down on his face, you know, and and so his ego is keeping him from succeeding where Daniels is keeping him from um, um, his, his ego in check, really. Yeah. I mean, they have the same ego. They have the same one upmanship. You know, Daniel, I, I guess I'd say he's a little bit more peaceful when it comes to that because anytime it's kind of getting to, like, it's escalating between him and Johnny, he kind of just, like, you know, he throws his hand at him, kind of like, ah, it's not worth it, and, you know, he leaves the yeah. dojo or whatever it may be. But he's know? always got that little smile on his face where he knows that, you know, all he's waiting for Johnny to, to take the first swing or he's waiting for – he he know, he's so cocky and his ego's so big that you know, yeah, he does play the the bigger man per se. You know, well, a he's lot. got that win in his back but, pocket. Yeah, he's got that win, and he knows that in the back of his head. So he can always bring it out. Yeah, and say, who won that fight? And and he's gonna be like, I'm the bigger man with with a smirk on his face. You know what I mean? So he's not really being a hundred percent genuine. You know, with with the way he's trying to be the white knight. No, he thing. usually tries to do what's right, but for some reason. Johnny irks Daniel and takes him out of his center. It takes him out of his, um, his uh, what do you want to his balance. It throws him out of his balance. Like there are a lot of other things, you know, wife, kids, work, all that kind of stuff um, that stresses him out and everything. But nothing throws him out of balance like Johnny does. Um, and what I got from these first two seasons, and I'm saying these first two seasons because I want to do another yeah. another episode when the third season comes out, but. You know, these first two seasons, what they showed me was it was they showed me something I didn't even know I wanted to see. And that's the 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 fact that Daniel and Johnny could be friends. Yeah. And it it gives us a few moments of that throughout Where the that show happens, yeah. when they kind of chill out and they're actually and I laughed out loud when they were in that restaurant with some of these awkward parts oh, where yeah. they're just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, what did he say? I wanted a kick to the face, you know, given, you know, Daniel <laughs> gave me a kick to the face or something. Then they both went, ha, ah, you know, they were laughing together, you yeah. know, it was it was really cool to see that. And it's like. That's the friendship I never knew I wanted. Yeah. And I really hope that they do that in the next season because as bad as they uh as as bad as they have this this rivalry, um it's 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 an interesting relationship between them because nobody pisses them off more than each other. Right. And nobody throws them off more than each other. But if you notice if you notice you know, yeah, Johnny had some of those friends or whatever, but they, I mean, he probably hadn't seen him for 20 years or something like that, you know, but um, neither of them had friends. Neither of them really had any friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we, we don't see, I mean, he, you know, Daniel really has his coworkers. I don't yeah. know if maybe he has some friends that they just don't show they're off camera or whatever, but he's definitely not, um, it's definitely on the surface if they are, you know. Well, well, I mean, if you notice the people he's talking to are usually the parents of, uh, his kids' friends. Yeah, and it's very know? surface level. Like he's not a real good friend. He's just being. He's kind of his uh, his auto dealer self when he's yeah. around them yeah. instead of his real self. Yeah. And you're right. He d- he doesn't have any friends except for, um, you know, the the the, the on surface friend. Yeah. And, and I th- I could see Johnny and Daniel being very good friends. I could see season three set up. Uh, you know, at the end of season three, we see that Crease is taking the dojo away from then Johnny. Season two. Or I mean, at the end of season two, uh, under underhandedly 
excuse me, underhandedly taking the the dojo away from from Johnny. I could see I could see Daniel and and Johnny teaming up. Well, I that see, that hand, that handshake uh, agreement kind of really just kind of screwed him yeah. over pretty badly because yeah, you know it, Johnny's we're, handshake we're, with yeah. the uh, the the landlord. Yeah, that's why I probably should have uh, definitely put a contract out. Well, and but I mean, it was going along with his character. His yeah. character doesn't know any about anything about all that stuff. But I, I mean, mean, he walked away from the whole dojo. It's like you know, come on. So I bet there's some TVs and some uh, some. Uh, computers that are probably yours you know what i mean and you know take some of this stuff because i mean crease is obviously it's just gonna you already know you know i do want to say i'm so pumped to watch the next season but you already know what's gonna happen i'd love it if terry silver came back to join crease that'd be pretty cool and like you know used money to i don't know beef up the studio so i don't know if where john or where terry silver would be at this but i mean if they brought back him and the mike barnes character and had all of them be with cobra kai and then have Johnny and Daniel team up. That would be the most amazing thing in but, the world. But here's the thing. This is why I, I – at first I was like, okay, you know, he's going to end up working with Johnny, you know, um, probably not not wanting to, but going to end up doing it. You know, working with jo- Johnny and Danny are going to end up working together. They're going to train his daughter, you know, Danny Danny's daughter, and, and maybe take back Robbie or something um, and, and, and train him. But, but again, you can't really – I just don't think – uh, Johnny's character is going to lose Co- Cobra Kai because, you know, literally the show's named after it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not Cobra Kai. It's not John Kreese's Cobra Kai's. It's Johnny's uh, Cobra Kai's. You know, that's what the show's about. You know, that's where that name comes from. It's, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll team up with Danny, but you know what? I, or with Johnny, ugh, with Daniel, but I don't think that that's going to happen in the simple fact that because of the name of the show. Yeah. If that makes sense. I like the line at the restaurant. And she's like, is everything okay? And she goes, oh, they have warring karate dojos. Yeah. <laughs> that was like my favorite line. That was that's hilarious. It's a good line. But, but you know, it's, it's, it's the thing is, is, I mean, it's just mainly about these two characters. You know, I mean, the whole, the whole show is about these two characters. And they got to be careful how they're going to do with Crease, you know, because if it's going to be, you know, predictable like okay well he ends up taking over they end up enter the tournament you know johnny somehow miguel gets healed and johnny enters miguel and separately then crease enters in cobra kai and then daniel enters in his daughter from you know uh, miyagi go do dojo you know whatever and uh they end up going you know basically all three of them you know in the tournament you know what i mean and yeah then, and then crease gets beat and then crease has a argument or something outside, you know, in in the parking lot again, and then the, you know just keeps going and going and going. But it'd be in, awesome if Johnny like made him break his break windows again. Right, exactly, something like that, you know. But but it's they, hopefully they're not that predictable, you know. Hopefully something else happens because I actually thought John Kreese's character. I thought okay, maybe. Well, it even gave some depth to John Kreese. Uh, yeah. The show did. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't think it was ever possible because you know he's such a one-dimensional villain yeah. in the 80s just like Johnny was but yeah. i mean this show finds a way to make every character have multiple layers and not just i mean it, it doesn't have all the characters like that yeah. but i mean most of the main characters yeah. like for example that brother you know uh Daniel's Cousin. son no, no oh, Daniel's oh, son oh. That, that useless <laughs> douchebag. I wanted to punch like, him in his little face. In, in my opinion, they should just not even had him in the show, you know? Because I, like, I get it. It's like, you know, oh, you think Daniel's son's probably going to have a kid and he's going to teach him karate. Yeah. And it's funny because his son wants nothing to do with karate no, and he's no. kind of a overweight, uh, uh, sugar-eating, junk-eating type of kid. A video game playing. I mean, that, that's, the th- that's the sad thing is that, you know, it was kind of point, pointing to the fact where, you know, 
uh, a lot of more kids are growing up to being just stuck in front of a video game constantly, you know, and that's, that's, and him saying, you know, man, if my son ever said, dad, drink, you know, I, I, man, I would turn around and slap the living daylights <laughs> out of him, you know what I mean? But, but it's, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, it really kind of brings these characters, gives them so much more depth. But the problem with John Kreese is, yeah, they gave him some depth by telling his story. But then he became the, that exactly one-dimensional villain again. Kind of. Like, you could tell that some of that was real. Like, okay, I yeah. never joined the army. And he's, yeah, he probably was kind of depressed. I thought he joined the army. He just he well, he was already that. He was already in the army before he formed Cobra Kai. Yeah. He was in Vietnam. And then went and, and with Silver, joined, right? Yeah, and he joined uh, Cobra, formed Cobra Kai. When all that stuff uh, after part three happened, um, he uh, he basically quit. He tried to join the army again. They wouldn't let him, let him back in and all that. Yeah. So he's been, basically been a bum for the, the rest yeah. of the time. No yeah. job. I mean, he's living in like a halfway house type place and all this kind of stuff. And if you notice, Johnny Johnny got real close to being at that point. You know, Yeah, he was almost there. He was almost yeah, kicked was almost out. There. He's getting eviction notices, and he was almost John Kreese. Yeah. But, you know, you know that's, that's what I'm talking about. The show gives not only characters, but like themes and... And different things that you know from the original movies that that are getting fleshed out now, like the difference, like we talked about before, the difference between mercy and honor. You know, Johnny seems to be the only one that's discovered or that's realized that difference. You know, uh, John Kreese, the way he's trying to teach, I was trying to figure it out. You're like, okay, you're saying all this stuff, but you're saying still saying no mercy. And you know, in our heads, that just means that these gonna these guys are gonna be you know bloodthirsty people looking for a fight. Yeah, yeah. But he's you know he's like there's a difference between no mercy and no honor. You know, yeah. you can you can the reason that Cobra Kai teaches strike first, strike hard, is because you're protecting yourself or your loved ones before something bad can happen. Whereas Miyagi Do is more reactionary. You're you're defending you're defending a fight. Cobra Kai, defense you're ending offense. the fight before yeah. it begins. Yeah, it's offense against defense. Basically. Right, right, and so that you you have the you know the Jedi and the Sith. You yeah. know, you have defense and offense and all that kind of stuff. So, but I, I like that they they kind of fleshed out the different because I mean even even Daniel doesn't understand. You know, he's still saying you know strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Yeah. Um, but Daniel is so um, so concerned about um you know his ego and and being what he, better than johnny and everything being better than johnny and not having cobra kai around that he doesn't stop to see that johnny is actually trying to change cobra kai yeah. and it's not until the end of season two when they're at the restaurant and he told no he told daniel no i sent crease packing you know yeah. um the, he wants it to be like the old cobra kai and there's no room for that in yeah. cobra kai and you see kind of daniel look at him like oh well maybe he you know Daniel never stops to realize that, you know, Johnny's trying to make a change and not yeah. just himself, but in Cobra Kai and in these kids. Yeah, he really is. And, and you know, he's he's almost doing more, you know, basically he's he's telling them, you know, not not to feel sorry for yourselves all the time. If you notice, there's a lot of making fun of social issues in this show, like mainly by Johnny's character. But, you know, it it. A lot of times you're seeing, you're watching this, you're like, how come nobody's flipping out about this? I love every minute of it, but how come our other certain people are not kind of flipping out over these little... Yeah, I had it in my notes, actually, you know, dishing out real-world knowledge. Yeah. Uh, he calls the uh, the guy with the hair lip, you know, uh, he calls him Lip. And, yeah. he, you know, Lip needs to learn to get thick skin, basically. Yeah. It's like, look, he's like, you know... Uh, Take the attention. He's like, that's offensive. Can you please not say that? He's like, look, man, people are going to be 
pointing it out and you know yeah. pe- people are are bullies in, in the yeah. people are a-holes out in the real world yeah. that's just how it is yeah. you're gonna have people say that to you in here i'm trying to teach you to be tough and i'm trying to teach you to deal with that yeah instead of having people coddle you right now yep. and then you get out in the real world you know which speaks to some issues today yeah. it's like you know should we you know obviously there shouldn't be anything such as bullying no but i mean you're getting you 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 know kids have to have th- uh, thicker skin they nowadays. need to learn to have thicker skin because you know as much as we want everybody to live in peace we will never have yeah. world peace because humankind is not that no. way there's always going to be someone who wants power different things like that so you know you get out in the real world, you're always going to have to deal with stuff like that. you got to learn to have thick skin. Yeah. And the day after he teaches Lip that, he comes back, he shaves the, side, the sides of his head, he has a big old mohawk, and now they call him Hawk. The only thing with it, it was just kind of like, I was like, man, that's kind of, come on. I mean, yeah. you know, this is... This is just kind of a replay. You know, it's going to be the same thing happened. I mean, they, they could have probably made a whole other movie if they wanted to go this way with it. But, you know, if, if they do something, they can make it continue on with the show. I mean, because they're moving it to Netflix and Netflix will 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 light a fire under their butt. And, and I hope up- they don't change anything, though. I, I think it's going just perfectly. I don't think they need to change one thing. The writing's good. The directing's good. You know, all shows are going to have their problems. So everything's yeah. not perfect. But it's 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 engaging, you know. Like it really is. Uh, what I was going to ask you, like, do you find it hard to take a side in this show? Because obviously, it splits it into two sides: Cobra Kai versus Miyagi. And this is what I like about the show is that I found it hard to pick a side because what I would say is that I think that the Cobra Kai students are kind of unlikable, but um, Johnny is very likable. Yeah. Whereas the Miyagi Do Karate. Those students are likable, but Daniel's not quite that likable. Well, it's it's. I mean, again, it's you know, Daniel is is trying to be a mirror version of Mr. Miyagi, and you know, he's doing. I think he's doing a pretty good job of it too. I mean, just the way he trains, and and you know, yeah, he goes back to the wax on, wax off kind of situation, a way of training, and but and he makes new ones with he, that he does koi pond exactly and different things. But like that, that that's what I'm saying is that he does a great job of mimicking, you know. Mr. Miyagi, where jo- like jacking where, up the car, yeah. Where, he's like, <laughs> where Johnny, you know, he tries to, but then he he come reverts back and and you know because he actually has morals, you know, and actually has a conscience. Yeah, wasn't so he, he doing his own little things when he was training Miguel? Yeah, did he come up with his funny little trainings and stuff? Yeah, and 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 um, you know, just kind of the same way, you know, uh, of uh, what, what was he? What was the chore that he had him do? Uh, he was cleaning mats and things like that, you know. But he was clean. He was just doing doing things like Mister Miyagi would train him to do, but nothing like you know. At first, he came out John Crease, you know, like like John Crease was like, okay, so uh, you know, no mercy, all this other stuff, and then then he, you know, he, you would see him twitch, you know, at a certain point, you know, when when Miguel would take it too far, you know, and then you know, because at the end, you know, Miguel redeemed himself by giving mercy to Robbie where you know Johnny never really he never really got a chance to redeem himself you know what I mean so this is his way of redeeming you know his his crappy yeah Miguel's redeeming basically Miguel's redeeming for Johnny yeah yeah I I found myself you know episode by episode like you know eventually the writers are going to make it clear because usually you know you sit back as a movie watcher tv show watcher and you're basically, eater. yeah, you're basically saying, okay, writers, tell me which one I should like, you yeah, know, yeah. by by their decisions. But nothing is, it's like the gray area that Johnny was talking about. You know, it's nothing is, is so black and white. Right. Um, and the majority of his students, you know, the majority of Johnny's students were not 
bad kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, they 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 really like uh, what that girl that the second the girl the second student that Johnny had the girl you know uh, Sam's friend or whatever Aisha I think it was yeah um, she you know she wasn't a bad person you know she didn't do bad things she just uh, you know she was feeling confident in herself you know what I mean where she didn't have that before and she she didn't have a a place where she belonged but you know Johnny was able to pull that out of her and she wasn't a bad person she didn't really go around breaking up studio dojos and and vandalizing property or nothing like that but she still was a Cobra Kai and loyal to Cobra Kai and felt you know nothing was equal to Co- Cobra Kai that overly aggressive attitude she that did. Cobra Kai teaches so um the, the 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 mantra that Johnny lives by basically and and what Cobra is uh, Cobra Kai is based on is strike first strike first strike, strike hard, hard. No mercy. no mercy. Now, by the end of that season, he kind of did away with the third one. He's yeah. like, look, look, you, you should show mercy. You know, yeah. uh, first at first it was like, well, don't just hit people because they're wounded because then you're a wuss. Yeah. Um, but then it kind of became uh, it got to a point where, you know, mercy sometimes. And that yeah. just means if you don't have to, don't do it. Yeah. You know, if, like you, if your if, opponent's down, don't strike them while they're down. Right. If you have to do it, you need to strike first. So yeah. that, that way that there's not even a fight. It's right. just a one, a, once attack, but once they're done, they're done. You know, yeah. you got to have honor about it. So it kind of swings back to that. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, like you said, you know, it's very hard to choose sides on it. You know, I, I, I wanted, because you weren't choosing, you know, the Cobra Kai, John Kreese Cobra Kai, like I said before, you were, you were choosing the Johnny Cobra Kai, and, you know, you weren't choosing the Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi-Do, you were choosing the Daniel Miyagi-Do, yeah. you know what I mean? So, it, there wasn't a clear, there wasn't a clear um, good guy winner on that, you know, throughout this series. There still isn't to that point where it's like, oh, it's Daniel all the way. He's solidly good. There's nothing bad about that guy, you know, and Johnny is just a horrible person through and through. No, they, they have different layers, you know what I mean? Like Daniels, there's things that, you know, you could be like, eh, okay, that's not like what Mr. Miyagi would teach him, you know what I mean? That's being egotistical. Yeah. And, and where Johnny was like, you know, look, he's nothing like Crease. you know what I mean? He wants good things. So it's very hard to choose sides because you know again you want you're used to cheering for for daniel but you know you find yourself cheering for johnny you know even during that tournament you know i was like you know if johnny won i'd be happy with that you know now back in the movies if if cobra kai would have won back then i would have been like okay this is a stupid movie and it probably would not have been and anywhere uh, popular as it is now you know yeah but you know there was clear you know who was the good guys who was the bad guys back then but now it's just kind of it's all mixed together. Yeah, and, you know, it, it doesn't show that Daniel is a bad guy. No. Um, you know, you have these 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 theories and videos out on the Internet <clears throat> for a while now that talk about how Daniel was the real bully and, and, and uh, you know, Johnny was just trying to live his life. Now, they do address that in the episode, or, I mean, in the, in the show, um, and he even goes over everything just like it's explained by these theorists, you know. So the writers have obviously heard these theories and everything. So, you know, he he goes step by step. You know, I was just minding my own business, tried to talk to Daniel, and this guy sucker punches me. You know, so I defended myself. Well, a few months goes by, and, I, you know, I didn't do anything, even though there was, like, snide looks, and, you know, the, he's already felt bullied and all this right. kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, and then suddenly he comes to spring dance and douses me with water. I try to go chase him down to confront him about it. And some old dude kicks our ass, you know. You <laughs> remember, know so, remember how he's like, <laughs> he d- d- 
Daniel's constant story is, oh, I fell off a cliff. I fell yeah. off a cliff. <laughs> I just pushed kid, off a cliff. And, and like, they, yeah, when you rolled down that hill, Dad, I thought you said it was a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I mean, they show that in the first one movie, and that's right before uh, Mr. Miyagi ends up taking control and, and, you know, decides to train Daniel. But, you know, it, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, Daniel wasn't 100% innocent back then, and you finally kind of realize it watching the show that, that you know, Johnny wasn't 100% bad, you know, but it was kind of a, a give-or-take relationship with these two. And again, it's... It's it's, it's all about that gray area. That's yeah. what the show is. And, yeah. and, and, and Johnny even says it in the area. He's like, that's where Cobra Cry rests, is in that gray area. And that's yep. what the show is. Johnny's not all bad. Uh, Daniel's not all good. You know, this yep. one, this one, he, uh, you know, Daniel you know acts like a, 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 a douche sometimes but he's really a nice guy that tries his best to and do we'll bend over right. backwards to help anybody and anybody you know right. the community and he's still he's still big into the community and helping G- out the community and johnny can care for kids and do these different things but he's still going to be a prick in, in a lot of yeah. the things in his yeah. life so you know it's not it's not your clear-cut heroes and villains there's heroes on both sides yeah you're trying to figure out you know well, where, where does my moral ground stand? Yeah. You know, with me, uh, uh, you know, my, I, I, you know, okay. If you could choose which dojo would you, would you go to? Miyagi go, but that's just, uh, that's just my personality though. It's, it's really about, you know, I'm, I'm not the A, that A type personality type person. You know what I mean? I, that aggressive, I'm not an aggressive person at all. You know, I might be a big guy, but I'm not an aggressive person. You know, I'm, I'm more of a, a passive person and and that i would choose that naturally just because you know now i'd want johnny as a teacher just because he's funny but i'd prefer miyagi do let me rephrase this question to you okay (laughs) Okay. i think this will be a better uh judge of this question if you were to send your son or daughter to one of these dojos which one would it be um I would send my daughter to Cobra Kai, and okay. I would send my son to Miyagi. I get that. I get that. Not that, that my son's got some kind of rage that needs to be quelled or anything yeah. like that, but I he's a he's a centered person. Both my kids are are, are centered people, and they're pretty calm yeah. and everything like that. But um, I I I would want my daughter to kick ass, yeah. and not ask any questions. Just to have, just to be able to that be that that heavily driven person, you right? Know, where, where not saying that she's not. It's just you know that type of personality where you know they're very they're usually pretty calm and collective type people. You know you would want to try to bring out that that um, not not aggression necessarily, but just just that that just bring them out of their shell. In, in this way. case, if it's my daughter we're talking about, yeah. I want her to be as gre- as aggressive as possible. I get you. If she runs into you. any kind of boys, yeah, I want her to kick their. Yeah. Well, well, and see, for me, it would be reversed because, you know, my, my, my daughter, she's not an aggressive person. It's not even like it, it, the type of person she is that if they were to come at her like Johnny does to his students, she needs the calm she, training. She, she would be like, peace, I'm leaving. I'm yeah. out. I'm out the door. You know, and so where 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 my son would be like, OK, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm pushing through. You know, he's got the little bit of a temper, you know, and the, and the aggression towards him that he already has. And I just you don't think that that needs to be quieted? No, I don't. Or calmed at least? I don't just for the simple reason that, you know, that it's, it's, I've taken martial arts. I took them for years, years, you know, and so I understand that, you know, it's better to have somebody like that that can mold that and, and, and point that, I see that point, point that aggression properly and and deal with that aggression properly. And he would need Johnny Lawrence as a teacher 
and not John Kreese. Yes, absolutely. I mean, take John Kreese out. Yeah, of Yeah, we're talking about this yeah. Cobra Kai, or well, not even this Cobra Kai because now it's been taken over. Yeah. We're talking about Johnny's Cobra Kai or Daniel's Miyagi. Now, right. if we're talking about Miyagi's Miyagi, then it's Miyagi all the way. Yeah, I mean, every single person in under Miyagi. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, the, the guy. But the Daniel, guy, yeah, he he deals with his own issues. Yeah, and I think I I think, you know, it just. It would be kind of awesome thing to put both those Johnny and That's Danny's. That's the point I was driving yeah, towards. Yeah, D- Johnny and Danny's form of teaching. Danny, stop calling him Danny. I think Daniel. Of, I think of okay. Daenerys Targaryen I, I when you I say Danny. I don't know. Um, totally different. Looking stop making people. me think of Game of Thrones. I'm gonna get angry. Like um, no, but you know, mixing those those type those forms of martial arts. I think there's a way that those could be utilized to become like some ultimate ultimate martial dojo that's you know what i was what I mean? dri- driving towards you need you need those two senses you got johnny to turn him into badasses you know he's all about the badasses and stuff well giving him confidence i mean yeah you know, he's daniel doesn't 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 drive confidence in people yeah he's the raw fighter yeah. right johnny yeah. is so like in a street fight most likely johnny's gonna win absolutely uh unless it's against mr miyagi well yeah, yeah. if he's against mr miyagi, i don't think anybody could be no. he's like superman but yeah. Um, you know, in a tournament, John, uh, Daniel's definitely going to win because tournament, you have to worry about rules. You have to, you can't just go all out, no. right? So you have to have that centered voice inside. So, so Daniel would win the tournaments every time. Johnny would win a street fight every time. I don't know about Mike Barnes. Well, they're students. They're, yeah, and it's totally different with their students, you know. And I, I just think a lot of because, again, you know, Miguel had a lot more training than Robbie did. You know, I mean, Robbie was was a uh, he was advanced, you know, for for what little he had been taught. But I, I feel like the difference is, is because, you know, Johnny taught, you know, with an iron fist. You know what I mean? I mean, he taught he taught strict rules, things like that, you know, and, and it's all about the fight where Daniel teaches more about defense and, and understanding karate and what karate really means. Yeah, if you can have like that, that centeredness of calmness because it's balance. And usually in all of the karate kids, all the, you know, Cobra Kai and stuff, what really wins is having that balance. balance yeah. Like you have different fights you may lose or whatever. That's because the person doesn't have balance. But once they get that balance and everything, but then you can have the, the ferocious strength of, of being able to kick ass and be badass. That'd be a great marrying of, of the two different yeah, and know, I agree. philosophies. Do you, who do you think won the, the little tussle they had in the last episode? Um, I just kind of see, you know, like you see Daniel kind of seems like he's he's super out of shape. You know, like Johnny probably had a few fights, you know, in the past 35 years. He's probably had quite a few fights here and there. But Also, Johnny just wanted, or Daniel just wanted to get his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, he, like, so they were fighting. I think Johnny got in more hits. Um, but, like, it was because Daniel would, you know, they'd hit, 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 and then Daniel would kind of shove him aside and then try to turn around and walk to go find his daughter. And then Johnny would turn him back around and start fighting again, you know. So I think Daniel was trying to walk away from the fight. But Well, did I mean – did this seem kind of weird to you? The fact that, you know, you you watch the Karate Kid movies, right? And then the first one, you know, he does some training. Well, like we're talking maybe six months of training right there, right? Uh-huh. Then or after four or five months, yeah. Right? And then the second one, it starts off with them going to Japan. I mean, I don't think it's even been a year since the first one. You know, I think it's been only a couple months. It's so been they, a few months. They went to prom, and then during the summertime, yeah. they went to Oklahoma. so so they go to Japan, and he doesn't do a whole. Dan, Daniel doesn't do a whole lot of training. It's just you know, like okay, he breaks some ice, 
and you figure out that he can do that, you know. So he doesn't do a whole lot of training. Yeah, he did some, but not a lot. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking like that drum move or It wasn't whatever. getting I mean, him ready for a yeah. tournament like in the first And one. really for that drum move, there's really no training. I mean, it's just like, go, you know, go back and forth. Yeah. We Miyagi had no reason about that. to train him. He, he'd still train him, but he wasn't teaching him anything yeah. crazy, Manu, except for the drum technique. But then, then you get into the third movie. Yeah, he gets some training from Silver, you know, and by the Cobra Kai's, and then, you know, uh, Mr. Miyagi really doesn't train him at all in the third movie. And then you come to find out, start watching Cobra Kai, and you realize that Danny, you know, Mr. Miyagi taught him a lot of stuff. And you don't know when that ended because, again, remember, at a certain point, Mr. Miyagi ended up going up to what, like Chicago or something, you know, to train uh, Hillary Swank's character. And Man, I didn't even watch that one recently. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long since I saw that. But but then, you know, he, you know he goes up there. So it's like, you know... From what I got, it just didn't seem like Mr. Miyagi taught Daniel a lot of stuff. You know, I mean, he taught him. He did ta- teach him some stuff. He just then didn't find teach out, him a lot of punches and kicks. He yeah. taught him a lot of, like, metaphorical stuff that you can use in life as yes. well as martial arts. Yes, like philosophy and things like and that. Balance. You know, Yeah, and, and then he gets – then you find out, you know, he starts training students in this show, and you realize that, you know, he's taken a lot of the way that Mr. Miyagi taught him how to train by doing, you know – uh, house handyman stuff and yard work and things like that and he's started to incorporate more of his own things you know it's almost like he he did p- training afterwards you know like with training his daughter and things like that but he did some training obviously he's been learning this whole entire time but you know also kind of think about it you're like well you know he really hasn't been taught as much as like johnny was for years you know what i mean yeah. so it's 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 you know that he's kind of teaching these students his danny's Daniel students are teaching are getting taught like philosophy and and you know like about Japanese culture and things like that not so much about fighting where where Johnny is teaching straight you know fighting all these crazy moves that he knows and things like that and you just kind of sit back you're like how does that end up translating over to tournaments where you know Daniel wins every time you know what I mean it's like like you know it has I guess it has nothing to do with the 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 amount of training it's just the type of training that they're doing do you think that's gonna? Do you, do you do you think his way of 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 being is gonna gonna change? Because like he he doesn't fight with his head, right, or his heart. Johnny, right, right, yeah. It's all about the muscle, yeah, and it's all about using muscle, yeah. to defeat your opponent, right. But and then in season two, you know, he's like, that's not what fight, fighting is here, and he points to his head, and that's what Miyagi said. He said fighting is here yeah. and here. He points at his head and his, his heart. heart. Yeah, you know. Well, because you get that one student that Daniel had that that you know Daniel was teaching him like you taught every other student, and every other student was just picking it up. And then this guy, uh, what's was the skinny guy, uh, the real tall, skinny, lanky guy, uh, who was Hawk's best friend or oh, whatever. Um, Oh gosh, like Merlin or something crazy like yeah, that. Uh, Ephraim or uh, yeah, no, what was his name? Hang on, right. uh, Dimitri. Dimitri, that, that was his name. Well, we were kind of way off on that. No, but, Ephraim is pretty close to Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, you see what I'm saying is that it, it it's not so much the amount of training as it was. And again, yeah, maybe I'm going a little too deep on this, but you know, this student. You know, he he was like, okay, I'm trying to learn from Chris. He said, oh, you know, I don't want to get punched in the face. I don't want to get kicked in the face. I don't want to get punched or hit at all. You know, I just want to learn. He annoyed me so much. He, like, I get it. They need a neurotic thing. But he was still, I mean, he even, Daniel even said, he said, you are the most neurotic person I've ever met. And maybe they just made him like that because they wanted everybody to be annoyed and and feel how it is to be like a bully that gets annoyed with somebody and just want to punch him in his face. Right. But... 
well, uh, we can talk about some of the things that I didn't like of this, and one of them has to do with him, and that's that's yeah. him unrealistically beating Hawk at the end. Like I get it, he had learned some things, yeah. and and Miyagi can help people. Miyagi's style of fighting, it can help you know you know the 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 most untrained person do some amazing things. But I'm sorry. That was just way unbelievable. I think he should have gotten a good shot in or two and then got his butt kicked by Hawk because yeah. it was completely unbelievable that that dude would be able to get him with one Well, punch. that's just like Sam. You know, Sam fighting, uh, what was her name? Um, the show. Uh, What's that? Sam? Yeah. Who, oh, she, was it Tori? Tori, yeah. Yeah, uh, Tori. Him, him, Sam fighting Tori, you know, Sam's been trained for years and she's kind of a brawler you know i mean yeah she grew up the rich mommy and daddy and then tori you know had the other one work. was a kickboxer though wasn't she she said she took a few kickboxing classes yeah but see that's unrealistic too because when she gets in the dojo and she fights i know um miguel, miguel the be- best fight like you know probably uncontested but besides daniel and and, and uh johnny literally the best fighter on the show you know, yeah. uh, Miguel was, and she ends up, you know, pretty much manhandling him. You best, know? yeah, best. Student. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Women handling. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so yeah, but that that was very unrealistic. Uh, her her being that good yeah. uh, that she was keeping up with him, and he just like kind of barely beat her at the end. And nothing against women or men or whatever. It's just with her lack of training. You know. Let me ask you about a certain character. What what do you think of Stingray? Stingray. <laughs> so this dude, he was very distracting for me. It, it, yeah. it completely took me out of the episode. It didn't every fit. every time it didn't he popped fit. up on 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 screen, like I found him funny and I laughed at a few yeah. things and everything. But I could have done without him because yeah. it, it, th- those moments was when I was kind of like, you know, I'd be like into the episode, like, okay, what's gonna, you know, I'm wondering what this person, and then he'd pop up, and I'm like, you know, then you're looking at this guy who is obviously there for laughs, and you're thinking about it, like like how they wrote the lines you're not thinking yeah. about it within the world or oh, whatever. I mean the actor was good the actor he he played that role really well and he was, was hilarious he was out of a teen comedy he was and he that's was. not what this is you yeah. know it's like you know, those those people are funny in teen comedies and I know you need a little like comedy relief in the but this is definitely like the Jar Jar Binks of, of yeah. Cobra Kai a little I bit too that. much I give you that and that's kind of you know probably why we're not gonna, you know there's no reason to talk about him that that often it just it was, it was a little bit ridiculous. It's one over of those the top. Where, yeah, he lived with really his mom was. and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, eh, like I get it. There's people out there like that and everything. But it's just a little bit too much for me. My <laughs> biggest problem with the show, I will tell you, is um, is is the uh, how do I want to say this? The um, the struggle that they have, the the obstacles that are put in front yeah. of them. Okay, so it, it's it's done just to build to create tension. It's basically a lack of communication. Yeah. You know, these people never talk to each other. They never finish explaining what they're saying or what they want to say, yeah. which leads like you got, you know, Daniel and and um, uh, Johnny many times throughout the, the two seasons um, where they're kind of, you know, pleasant with each other. Yeah. And it all goes downhill because there's not a lot of information going around. You know, one of it is because of of. Daniel not realizing that Johnny is is trying to change Cobra Kai, which I like that part of it. Yeah. But the throwing the roadblocks up just to create tension because these people just aren't talking. Yeah. That's always frustrated me in movies and TV shows. I think it's lazy writing. Um, but I think there are other ways to do it. Um, the way they did it in the show was all right because they had so many other things that were payoffs yeah. to it. I think it's more about the rivalry than anything else. I think that's what drives yeah. everything. I think, I think he doesn't necessarily. At first, he doesn't necessarily want 
you know, he doesn't care about really having a dojo as much, you know, because he's like, oh, I know my karate's better, blah, blah, blah. And then he realizes, you know, Cobra Kai starts getting a lot more uh, famous and popular and, and uh, a lot more show. And, and, you know, I just feel like it's just the rivalry until, you know, Daniel realizes that, you know, after that tournament that, you know, his way of training obviously is not better. Mr. Miyagi's was, but his way is not better, you know, and then he starts yeah. to realize that, you know, he, he needs to start following what he's teaching. Well, I mean, we look at Karate Kid Part 2 and look how Miyagi was able to let go of his rivalry with his friend. And it seems like Daniel can't let go of his rivalry with with his dude, you know, his his main dude. Yeah. Uh, Sato was Miyagi's main rival. Um, and uh, and they started out as friends. And this you know, Johnny is Daniel's main rival. And they started out as enemies. And maybe they'll become friends. I don't know. Um, before we wrap this up, um, what, what are, what are some of your favorite things, uh, from the show, whether it's characters or things that they did, scenes, music, whatever. Yeah. Well, I think, I think my favorite, you know, obviously is, is Johnny's character, you know, his acting, um, you know, his, that character just, it, it's just phenomenal how many layers it, there is actually to that character, you know, and, and the actor that does such an outstanding job. Uh, portraying that character and then you know same thing with Ralph Macchio man I mean he you know last time I saw him was in in Psych and you know he played he played kind of like the original Daniel character from the original movies you know uh, but it's it, it those two acting and then you know I'll even say the daughters you know Sam's acting I I, I, uh, I thought she was really good Dan, uh, Miguel was really good you know the acting was just outstanding and then the nostalgia, you know, I mean, flashbacks going back to the Karate Kids. Also, the nostalgia of the 80s, you know, really kind of did it in for me. You know what I mean? Uh, I just feel like, you know, I enjoyed it. It felt like an extension of the Karate Kid movies, you know? Yeah. I, I love all the stuff that they, I mean, you, you, as you're watching this, you feel like you have just such a rich history. Yeah. And you do because you have three movies. But realistically, what the show is yeah. about is, is everything that took place in the first thing. You know, they mention Terry Silver and all these in Okinawa yeah. and the part two and everything. But I mean, really, this is 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 focused on on you know the things that had to do with season one or I mean uh, the, the first, first Karate one, Kid. Yeah. Um, so, th but they have this rich history that they can pull from, um, and they they you know they can pull clips from the original Karate Kid, and it's the same actors you know playing yeah. it thirty something years later, and you have these things that that are uh, you know that that are um, it's like poetry that's like rhyming stuff yeah you know so you have your stuff that happens uh, that's happening now, and then they go back to Karate Kid yeah. you know the Karate Kid movies to to kind of go over those those deals. Uh, you know, whenever they bring back those flashbacks, I just think it's so cool because, I mean, it just feels like it's so rich and you're only on season one and season two. And and, and you also notice with the soundtrack, especially, you know, there's literal episo episodes named after uh, Glory of Love. Glory of Love. I think it's what, episode seven or eight in season yeah. two. Glory but of I mean, Love. literally named. I mean, because one thing, you, you know, a lot of people don't realize about Karate Kid, a lot of, you know. A quarter of what what made Karate Kid so popular is the soundtrack. You know, I mean, it was just you know when you listen to some of these songs, you're 80s like, that's all about the soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. But but when you listen to a lot of these songs, you're like, that's from the Karate Kid. I know that song from the. 
you know, nobody else could probably remember the name or, you know, the music video or, or, you know, even anything about other besides that song that it was from the Karate Kid, you know, and and they incorporated a lot. They even changed uh, singers of certain songs from the Karate Kid and, and redid the song. And it just the soundtrack was amazing on this. Yeah. Um, another, uh, I'd say, I think my favorite thing, I have two favorite things. I'll start with this one. Um, William Zabka and the character of Johnny is the best part about this show is the best is, is, is like Agreed. the MVP of this show. And if they did not have him, the show would not work. Even if nope. they had, even if they had Ralph Macchio as Daniel and some other person, it wouldn't work without Johnny. You need, you need to see because we saw three movies of Daniel. We need to see from the other side of it. Now we get to see Daniel in the show a lot and his home life, but we need to see that other side of it. Yep. And I don't think it. And it, you have so many callbacks, and, and you know this character, and you know this type yeah. of character. You know he's not only Johnny from the Karate Kid; he's every high school bully from the yeah. '80s movie. This is where they are in life yeah. now. Yeah. You know, you always said, "Oh, these these high school characters, the bullies, they end up not doing much in life." This is it. So yeah. now we get to see. Not only Johnny, but any every type of uh, of Hollywood movie high school villain grown up now and get some kind of redemptive arc because I think that's what they're shooting for. Now, yeah. we had a real down point in, at the end of season two, but I think they're shooting for a redemptive arc. So William Zabka, his performance, uh, his character, the writing is, is, is amazing. Uh, in this, I like the. We were talking about the music, you know, when they go to the um, the the golf and stuff place. Yes, that that same little. I uh, can't remember what the song is called, but it's the same music that was playing when uh, when Johnny went, or when uh, Daniel Daniel took went. Uh, d- now was it whenever he went when he was it when he took her to the date, or was it when he went to find her after he had upset her in the uh, first movie? The date, I think it was. I can't remember, but it's at golf and stuff, and it plays that same music whenever Sam. Same place, everything. Sam and Miguel are on there. They've brought back all the lo- locations. So Miyagi's actual house from the movie that was actually torn down a while ago. So they had rebuilt this for the set. Uh, so you have Miyagi's house, which looks the exact same, all the same cars in it. Um, you get to see Daniel's old apartment complex. Uh, uh, Johnny even drives to where they had that All Valley All Valley tournament, you know, beginning, and then you see it at the end. I don't know if it's the same place. It's the first episode, yeah. You get yeah. these, you get all these great moments, all these great call callbacks, and it's you know, it's it, it's like I said, it's just it's rich. all about reminiscing, you yeah. know, with with with, and it bring it really does bring. I mean, again, if you grew up on these type of movies and these movies, you know, in 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 the eighties or whatever, you know. Karate Kid's a staple, you know, so bring, being able to bring all that back, like you said with Stranger Things, you know, that's what Stranger Things does for me is that it brings a lot of that 80s culture and that 80s, you know, the style and everything else back and not saying I would I would go and get parachute pants and uh, uh, have a bunch of neon slap bracelets or right. nothing, but at the same time, it's still cool to see and be able to, you know, especially tell your kids about it, be like, hey, look. You know that 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 was me back in the eighties. Or and they you know, even had an eighties the theme at the roller at the roller skating oh, yeah. place. Oh yeah, and you had the one dude, uh, and uh, they were dressed from uh, was it Pretty in Pink or uh, Sixteen Candles? I can't remember which one Ducky is in, and you know yeah. Angie might kill me for that because she likes those movies. Yeah. But um, I, I can't remember which one it is. But they're dressed as Ducky and Molly Ringwald. Yeah, uh, I believe. And uh, but somebody he's like somebody keeps calling me Dan Johnson. And it's always Don, Don Johnson, Johnson because yeah. he looked exactly like he did in Miami Vice and yeah. everything. So, you know, those different cool 80s callback. I mean, even the guy, 
wearing the when, whenever he said, "Hey, can I borrow this jacket?" I knew it was going to be that red leather oh, the Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai jacket because yeah, you can awesome. kind of see a little red, but it was like it's kind of faded. You couldn't and, and remember really that first blurry. Halloween in the first season. He yeah, dresses up the with skeleton. The, skull, the skeleton. I was hoping that Daniel would get would make a Daniel shower. Just, I know. <laughs> Daniel sees him and automatically knows what's going on. Yeah, like, as soon as he saw him, he gets, he gets a flashback to him getting his butt kicked by all the skeletons and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to admit that that's a classic costume. I mean, that's still the skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like I'm. Did like, you know they did wetsuits? Oh, really? That's the way they did. It. They took wetsuits in the original, and the yeah, in the original, and they painted uh, uh, the skeletons on them, basically. So, uh, you know, going through those things, um, I never thought. And this is one of. Uh, do you have a favorite episode? I already do. I, I have it written down, but uh, the 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 one with the love, the named after the song, the uh, glory of love, glory of love, just because of that song. Yeah. No. No, it's just because they they play the music in it, and it just uh, it it it's. Uh, let let me get back to you on that one. You know, as far as that goes. Well, and just to just to let you know, we did get some feedback from uh, Randy at the over at the uh, the Groundless podcast. Uh, he emailed us, and he said that uh, in his opinion, um, he had listened to our Karate Kid episode. He said in his opinion. Um, uh, you're the best is better than glory of love. Yeah. So you might have to talk to him about that because he, he prefers you're the best over glory of love. No, that's fine. That's but not everybody's a Peter Cetera or a Chicago fan. I know. Or, and remember, uh, I guess he got Miguel into listening to rat rat and yeah. uh, guns and roses. Remember he said something about guns and roses. Yeah. He goes, so I went and Googled guns and roses and I went down this whole eighties trip and listened to all these. <laughs> so the fact that he was listening to rat, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Uh, my favorite episode is season one, episode nine. Uh, I never thought we'd see Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso cruising in a Challenger jamming out to Ario Speedwagon. Do you remember that episode? Oh, It was when yeah. he was giving Johnny the car because his got burned by yeah, Johnny's yeah. cousin. And so they were test driving it. <laughs> and uh, he turns the radio on and it's, it's Ario Speedwagon. And they both just kind of nod their heads as they're driving and stuff. And, uh, you know, Johnny's like, you like Speedwagon? What kind of man doesn't? And, and everything. He's like, oh, all right. And so they, and then they just start singing. I don't believe it. Not for a minute. You're a really good. So you're it on the road. They yeah. both start yeah. singing to it. <laughs> and I'm like this. And I was laughing so hard. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a good laugh. I'm like, this is so weird, but it's so awesome seeing these two together. And then they had another moment at the restaurant. <laughs> He's made a blueberry pie on my shirt. That's because you put it on my chair first. No. See, he's leaving out the details. Oh, yeah. Should we get another round? Uh-huh. I don't know. Last time I went four rounds with LaRusso, I caught a foot to my face. <laughs> <laughs> you never expect to say, I mean, we're living in 2020. Do you remember when we were in the 80s, when we were kids? Yeah. You never expected to see grown-up 50-year-old Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso cruising down in a <laughs> Dodge Challen- or, uh, Challenger and uh, listening to Ario Speedwagon. And well, I, you know, you know how I was saying with the Glory of Love with being my favorite episode. That's the one that he actually was. 
they went to the the party where he was looking like Don Johnson and uh, yeah, okay. and and how Johnny got into the dating apps and stuff like that. That's why oh my gosh, my favorite, that was that's hilarious. why it was my favorite episode. Just because he, like he didn't want to do it, and he's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Oh, she's hot." You know, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Maybe with he goes, you you'd make the cut, not you." He goes, "You, but may you know without the mole or something like that." Or, or when he's watching the YouTube videos, he's like, "You're gonna get a like for that," <laughs> you know. Yeah, and he starts watching uh, what's the 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 movie Iron uh, uh, Iron Eagle. Or- Iron Eagle yeah. and Iron Eagle, Iron Eagle too. Yeah. When he's setting up his dating app, That's he's hilarious. like so upset. I'm trying to think what was it that uh, what, I was watching a movie a while ago that that it was like this person. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, That's my boy with Adam Sandler oh, and, and Andy Samberg. Yeah, yeah. Where he's kind of stuck in the in the 80s. I've never you seen know? it. Oh my goodness, you got to watch it. I don't know. He's stuck in the 80s, you know. And I love Andy Samberg and his oh, show. Man. I love uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. I just don't think he's done as good in movies like Hot Rod. Oh, I love that terrible. movie too. No, see, I, I like it. I, I like this very because that's kind of I, I feel like it's kind of a British comedy type comedy. You know, the type of movies does with the real slapstick. You know, I mean, just hurting people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing such slapstick that. You know, and it's such a dry humor. You know, he's, out, he's very, outrageous comedy. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's kind of the same situation. But with with it being stuck in the eighties and Johnny being stuck in the eighties, it's just hilarious. What did you think about um, Johnny having them do homework, like going home and watching Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone, the arm wrestling I, I thought movie? That, I thought that was hilarious. It was just kind of one of those things. Sensei where, wants us to watch us. <laughs> we gotta go. We're going over to this person's house to watch Over yeah. the Top. Sensei says it's real important for I, us. To watch. Which is not because you know that that's something like Reese would would look down upon. Crease. Uh, Crease would look. Sorry, Crease would look go. down upon. Um, Anybody that did that, you know what I mean. So this is just kind of but it Johnny's just shows way. Shows Johnny just, being stuck in yeah, the '80s is like he's like yeah. this tough badass when he's in there, but then he's also like you got to got to watch over the top. This is an awesome yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the fishing guy. It's season two, episode four. Uh, I look like kind of looked like Miyagi from it afar, did, didn't it? And then you know, obviously you get up close and it looks nothing like him, but. It was cool because Daniel was able to. It was almost like Miyagi visited him through yeah, that and guy. Yeah, gave him some. I was telling him like, "Look, you got to be patient. You just got to wait." Because Daniel was yeah. trying as hard as he can to advertise. Cobra Kai kept getting in the way. He was doing the same thing Johnny did. Johnny yeah. couldn't get his his studio out there until suddenly people saw uh, Miguel beat a bunch of people up. Then yeah. he got all these students, and then Robbie wanted to do the same thing. And Daniel's like, "No, we don't do that. They'll come to us if they want us and yeah. everything." Um, and that's what he learned from the the whole the whole fishing guy. So I thought that was really cool. I love Johnny discovering the internet and Tinder and trying to date in 2020 yeah. and and like his his 80s mentality and everything, which would get him shout shouted down today. Uh, for real, like, but I loved every minute of it. I loved every single minute of it. I did I because I mean that's that's Johnny. You know that's who he is, and you know he just he doesn't he's not PC at, at all. all. He at doesn't all. even know what PC means. That's just who he is. I don't know. I I think the show is going in good places. Do you want to see Daniel and Johnny kind of join join forces? Yes, yes, yes. I, I just take down Crease and uh, be done with it. I think Crease should be a one one character, one season uh, or one season character. I really think that you know after next season he should be just off the show. But I just can't see. I mean, they've got a ton of material to work off of him, and, and this could be a long running show if they do it, play it smart. And if Netflix really does good by it, you know, they, this can be a long running show. Long running. I, I don't think I want it mm. long running because, I mean, this this isn't a story that needs to be told 
for years and years. Yeah, and but years, if you, so, you know? they're slowly the, the kids are slowly kind of t- playing, taking over the role. If it was more of the kids, and that's fine, then you'll get a lot of the just older viewers kind of dropping off and everything, which is fine. But I think I think this should this should be like a five or six season. If you're having ten episodes a season, it should be like five or six seasons and call it good. And on a good note, you know, have Johnny work out his issues, have yeah. Daniel work out their issues, have them find a way to co cohabit in the you know the same city together. Cobra Kai Miyagi Do. Yeah, or something like that. I go, mean, I, and that's the thing is like I don't, I'm not even sure I want them to be like friends at the end of it. Yeah. But they should be at least pleasant with each other. You know, yeah. uh, team up to do whatever they need to do, and then maybe go and do their own little things yeah. after you know towards the end. You know, like ha- let, let them have their own. Happy ending story. It doesn't have to necessarily be together, but we really enjoyed this show. Uh, we enjoy the the Karate Kid movies. It hits it hits hard with us because we grew up with the Karate Kid uh, movies and, and we grew up with these characters. Uh, that being said, um, if you were to watch this show without watching these movies, you probably still get some 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 good experiences out of it. Um, but you know, watch the movies. They're all free on Netflix if you have Netflix. Um, and then the are they uh, now or they're free on Netflix right now. Um, Both seasons. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. I, oh, you're talking about Cobra Kai? No, I'm sorry. I meant the three. Oh, okay, I meant the movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can watch the first three movies. Uh, watch Cobra Kai on YouTube Premium, or you can wait for it to come to Netflix, um, and then watch the uh, continuing seasons there. Uh, it's such a good show. I'm. I am blown away that this was a YouTube premium show. Nothing against YouTube, but they never produced anything like this. This felt like a Netflix or cable produced show. You know, HBO, Showtime, something like that. I mean, if it, just the the writing and the directing, uh, they hit all the points. That gives me all the good feels. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed it. I think you really enjoyed it as well. Oh, yeah. Cobra yeah. Kai. Uh, we're really... Surprisingly good hit. I mean, in my opinion, just surprisingly good well written i mean the actors you know alone it's just i mean it's the way that they flipped it so that you know it's not made you know it, it's it's like uh you know doing a tv show reboot of ninja turtles but yet you know telling the story from shredder side of the uh, of the whole thing you know in, in a way you know and 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 uncovering the different layers yeah it's 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 a very it's not a black and white show at all it's very much kind of like game of thrones where you can't really grasp a good guy and a bad guy um and even more so than game of thrones because you usually had people in there like they were doing jerk things or or despicable things the whole time whereas in this show you know the only one that's like that really is crease and you don't get much of him um you don't get much of him unless he's in a scene with with uh, johnny so you know it's it's a very it, it explores many different things it's not a boring black and white show definitely give it a, a, a watch it has a lot to say uh it's it's a it's a heart pumping shows at sometimes and it's a heartbreaking show at sometimes if you get a chance to watch it definitely do uh if you guys want to find us we're at uh we're on facebook and instagram at the at the post credit podcast our email is the post credit podcast at gmail.com uh, we appreciate you guys listening uh, we'll see you next time throw me a bone